0: Jedi Squadron is a podcast run by the Anime Secrets website. Check us out at AnimeSecrets.org for more anime, video game, tokusatsu, and now Star Wars content. Remember to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts today.
1: Hello, new Padawans, and welcome to the Jedi Squadron podcast. Here, you will be taking lessons in the mini- pieces of the star wars universe whether it be the movies animated series video games comics and etc this is your training into becoming a star wars fan as part of the jedi squadron may your training go well may the force be with you young padawans what's going on star wars nation this is the jedi squadron podcast i'm your host nathan desa and i'm Rizwan merchant and uh, it's been a while since uh, we recorded. We took a little bit of a break uh, after Ahsoka finished. Although good news, uh, the Screen Actors Guild strike has also ended. So that's really Uh-oh. good. Yep. Um, very happy for all those hardworking actors.
0: Um, they deserve it, man. Because that was that was brutal on them to be given those kind of
1: crap deals. Yep. Uh, so we're just here to do a uh, brief thing. Uh, this is news. Now this is like two weeks old, but we haven't really. But. Uh, Riz and I have had uh, some uh, stuff going on in our personal lives that has prevented us from doing this uh, immediately. Um, Time
0: has not been fair to either one of us.
1: Yeah. Uh, So uh, for all two of you that may not have known it uh, when it got announced, uh, so a recent announcement was made from the uh, the behind-the-scenes department in uh, Star Wars where... Dave Filoni, everybody knows who Dave Filoni is. Uh, You know, he's the, you know, he was the producer. He directed a lot of things. Basically, almost everyone's favorite Star Wars content recently. You know, he worked, you know, he's done The Mandalorian. He did, he just finished Ahsoka, and he's been behind both The Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, He has recently been announced to, now have been promoted to, And the official position is called Executive Vice President and Chief Creative Officer. So the best way to kind of define how what's happened with him is that Kathleen Kennedy will still handle the business side of everything, but he has a much bigger active role in how Star Wars and like all Star Wars projects from this point forward. And the best way... To describe what's happened is pretty much exactly what uh, Dave said himself. In effect, he was previously a Jedi Knight. Now he's been promoted to having a seat on the council.
0: He has been granted the rank of master. Exactly. Suck (laughs) it, (laughs) Vader.
1: That's perfect.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I want to read out a quick quote from Dave Filoni about this uh, promotion he got. Mm -hmm. Because I think this will kind of help people understand what it is that this title means. Because when Nate and I were first talking about this title two weeks ago, I was like, oh, that's a fancy title. But what the heck does it mean? So his quote is, in the past, in a lot of projects, I would be brought into it. I would see it after it had already developed a good ways. In the new role, it's opened up to basically everything that's going on. When we're planning the future, what we're doing now, I'm involved in the Inception phase. And the way I interpret this is from here on out until he's no longer in that role, which I hope never happens because he's amazing, is he has the keys to the kingdom to basically write the lore for Star Wars and do all the continuity checks and help design all the content going forward so... TV shows, movies, comics, video games—I think would all fall under his jurisdiction. Probably more the movie and the TV show than the other stuff, but I'd imagine he's still fairly involved with all the all of the above.
1: And I'm particularly happy with that because if if there's one thing that's been uh, frustrating with uh, Star Wars recently, uh, it's been that. Uh, we're constantly seeing projects get announced, but then they get canceled. Like there, like there was a show that was supposed to revolve around, um, whatever that female character from The Mandalorian, the Gina Carano character. Oh,
0: um, oh, the yeah. Rangers of the New Republic.
1: Yeah, she would. Uh, they were gonna give her her own show, but then now, to be fair, I mean, the reason why, you know, I mean, I mean, we you know, why they didn't want her to come back, I guess was understandable. But then they announced, okay, we're going to drop, I think her name is Caleb. No, no, no. Uh, I can't, wow, I can't remember her character's name, but they said that they were going to- Cara Dune. Yeah, Cara Dune. Uh, They were going to drop her and then have Hera take over her role, which I'm thinking like, oh, wow, that sounds exciting because I love Hera. But then that show gets canceled. They're saying that like, those two um, those two pilots that Mando frequently has encounters with in The Mandalorian. And we also saw uh, one of them, Carson Teva in Ahsoka. Like, yes. he was supposed to get his own spinoff, and now that's been canceled. Like, well,
0: no. So, Carson was supposed to be in Rangers of a New Republic. Oh. Um, that's my understanding. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But... Yeah, I thought he was going to be part of that... But in either case, yeah, he's gotten safted a little bit.
1: Yeah, and then we, you know, we get like Skeleton Crew, which was supposed to come out this year, but now it's been delayed. Like, I, I just feel like with Dave Filoni there, like at the very least, we're not going to be seeing all these production difficulties where all these things keep getting announced, only for like a bunch of them to be canceled.
0: Yeah and i think um i think part of the problem with the skeleton crew is that we had the guild actor strike and yeah the writer strike going on and that kind of delayed out some of the work but they still have it on the books to release it next year sometime
1: mhm now i don't I I think that's the main thing that's going to change though, is that we're not going to be seeing a bunch of projects be announced only to get canceled. Like, I think the, that stuff will be cleaner, but as far as like, you know, the quality and everything, I don't think we're really going to be looking at any, like, maybe the most that we'll get is that maybe like with, uh, like, especially this uh, new trilogy that we're getting, uh, with, uh, Ray and her new Jedi Order maybe Dave Filoni will have a much bigger involvement in that because as far as I know uh the only involvement he had with the sequel trilogy was that he worked in the art department for the Force Awakens and he apparently like he was supposed to be like a like he did a lot of concept art and uh he also his voice was apparently used for like a screaming Cheku villager but like there's absolutely none of his fingerprints on, uh, on uh, the last Jedi or the rise of Skywalker. So I think he'll definitely have a creative hand in that, which I, I will welcome completely. Um, I, I, but there's not much else that I think will fundamentally change. And honestly, I don't think that much has to change aside from him just getting a bit more, uh, some creativity in it because i mean that's really all that you need i mean well
0: I-, I mean i think having him in this role is extremely important though because you know even before disney took over the franchise dave was the one doing all the curing of the little nitpicks and issues that we had with the prequels and everything with the clone wards and rebels. And so he was the one that kind of breathed in a new life to the franchise with the clone wards, rebels. And then as we got into like, uh, the Mandoverse stuff, he really kind of started fixing that up as well and providing more context context. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, he's already kind of been doing a lot of the creative lore building and world building anyway. But he wasn't doing it for everything because, correct me if I'm wrong, he wasn't part of every TV set that came out. Like, I don't think he was a part of Boba Fett or Obi-Wan.
1: Um, he, according to this, um, he... He was involved a lot in the book of Boba Fett. Like, he was a director, writer, and executive producer. Um, But he had no involvement in uh, Obi-Wan.
0: Yeah. So, I think if he was involved with everything in the same way from the beginning, he could have helped shape things out a little bit better. And, you know, I'm not going to say I didn't like the Obi-Wan TV stuff, because I did like it. Yeah. But... I think if he was involved and he was there from the get-go, we might have gotten a stronger story than what we got. Because I personally think the story is a little bit weak at points.
1: Yeah, honestly, I thought that he was involved in Obi-Wan up until we started doing this podcast. But realizing that now, that actually makes a whole lot of sense. Because if he was involved in Obi-Wan, we would probably maybe maul would have made a cameo and you definitely and you can definitely guarantee that there would have been flashbacks with him and anakin in this oh absolutely like because the most we got that was like the closest thing to a flashback was like you know they have like timura morrison play like this veteran homeless clone who's like hey can you give me some credits for a homeless veteran or something like so yeah, that like, yeah, I kinda w I kinda wish that he got this promotion a little bit earlier. Because I right. I, li- I like Obi Wan, I'll go to my grave defending that show, but it's got issues. I'm not an of that. And
0: that's the thing, is that if he was there from the beginning like when Mandaverse was first brought to Inception, mm-hmm. I think we'd have a much stronger thing because, you know, we have great parts of it like The Mandalorian Ahsoka. But then we got our weaker parts, like the Obi-Wan series and the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a testament to where he's been involved mostly. And I know he had roles in Boba Fett, but I question how much involvement he really had, given he was also writing the Ahsoka TV set the time. Yeah. And worried about the Season 3 of
1: Mando. I think the only... I mean, the only way I can kind of see him having any real fingerprints on Book of Boba Fett is that they brought in Cad Bane later in that show. Cause, yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know, because like, usually he likes to bring in a lot of his other characters. And, like, I mean... Yeah, the only guy I can remember is Cad Bane, which you would think if it was a Boba Fett show, maybe he would have brought in some uh, other characters like um, that... Like that one bounty hunter that wears like this, like really big dome looking thing on his head, Embo. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know you're who, talking about... who Dave Filoni voices, by the way. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know so, that. Yeah. The, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe the inclusion of Cad Bane is the only real involvement that he had because, well, okay. I mean, well, I think maybe Fennec also Sh-
0: Grogu and Din Zarn stuff.
1: Yeah. And I mean, Fennec Shand is in there too. So yeah. the Ming Wen character so but i don't
0: know if fennec sand would be a complete dave filoni imprint in this tv show because c was very integral to the boba fett's character yeah and so if my assumption is correct that he was not super involved he may not have put in a lot of time on her character
1: mm-hmm.
0: and probably focused in more on the mando 2.5 season stuff that we so call yeah
1: I, I think the one thing that some people are worried about, and this is a criticism where I'm sympathetic to it, but I ultimately disagree, is that a lot of people think that like Dave Filoni's Star Wars world feels a little too narrow because like he's created a certain set of characters and they're always the ones that are going to pop up. And the biggest example that they like to use, and I think the only reason that they use this example is because they hate these characters, is... You have the Martez sisters. Uh, The Martez sisters are these two uh, characters that Ahsoka meets in the last season of the Clone Wars. And okay, I apologize if I'm spoiling this for Riz, but we later see those characters again in the Bad Batch. Mm -hmm. Like they pop up. I, I can't remember the exact circumstances, but I do know that the Bad Batch encounters them, and like they're thinking, like they're bringing in like the same characters over and over again. Which, I mean, I get. I guess that kind of makes a little bit of sense, but I ultimately disagree because I feel like Dave Filoni has, you know, Dave Filoni, not all of his characters hit bullseyes. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the Martez sisters, but at the same time, he's also taking characters that were, may have originally existed before he was involved in Star Wars, but he made them into more interesting characters like and a perfect example was in clone wars during like those bounty hunter episodes like you have bosk that a uh, lizard transdotion bounty hunter and uh that guy dingar both of those guys are in the empire strikes back but they have absolutely no lines but Dave filoni made them more characters like bosk is like this aggressive dude who you know doesn't care about anything like he just wants his money and De- and Dengar is like this you know just this idiot that no one respects like hey yeah. boss goosey he like Shut up Dengar like so I just I think that he's perfect for this cause like he can take other characters like and another example Barriss a character that has no lines in the prequel trilogy and he's taken that character and turned her into a character that every Star Wars fan probably hates <laughs>
0: I was about to say, see, it's probably one of the most hated figures in Star Wars outside of um, Rey at this point.
1: Yeah. I mean, he gave Plo Koon—well, okay, Plo Koon. I mean, he, he, he apparently always had a soft spot for Plo Koon. Like, he went to the premiere of Revenge of the Sith cosplay as Plo Koon, so— And
0: that's always been interesting to me, why Plo Koon back then—
1: yeah, because he has no lines in the prequel trilogy.
0: I mean, maybe he was involved in some legend books, but I don't know.
1: But yeah, so I like I'm personally looking forward to it just because, I mean, Dave Filoni, most of his original characters, not all of them. I mean, the Mar, I mean, I'm I don't I'm not a fan of the Martez sisters. I get it, but ninety mm-hmm. percent of the characters that he's created are like characters that we all love in Star Wars. Like everybody loves Ahsoka. everybody yeah. loves Rex. You know, Mo. I mean, I know there are some people who now all of a sudden hate Sabine for no reason, but like,
0: I don't. That's a complex thing that needs another podcast on its own.
1: Yeah, m- most people love the Rebels characters, though, and and he's reinvented characters that aren't originally his. Like Maul, Maul is arguably one of the most like tragic characters in star wars but all that tragic element all those tragic elements come from what dave filoni did with maul
0: and i mean the best example in my opinion and you know nate you might have had a different childhood to me but when i was growing up and watching the prequels everyone hated anakin yeah like nobody liked anakin they all thought anakin was whiny he was too conceited, too childish. Nobody liked him. But then Faloney came in, created the Clone Wars, and gave Anakin more meat to the skeleton. And now he's one of my favorite characters in the entirety of the franchise. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even talking Vader. I don't care about Vader. I care about Anakin.
1: Yeah. To the point where, like, everyone, like... I mean, everybody used to hate Hayden Christensen. Now, everybody is, like, cheering whenever Hayden Christensen is announced.
0: Oh, and it's amazing. I I feel so happy for that guy. Mm -hmm. Because he's genuinely feeling the love that he should have gotten in the beginning. Had Lucas given the proper writing to it.
1: Yeah. So, I, um... I mean... I mean, overall, I, I'm looking forward to this. I I really like, I, I this actually makes me more excited for Ray's new trilogy. Now, granted, I already have high hopes for that because, you know, um, you know, because it just seems like an interesting idea, especially with a lot of people saying that like uh, the Ahsoka trilogy is trying to like subtly hint at like there being uh, like the main villain uh, Abeloff, which we took mm-hmm. we we already spoke about that in our Ahsoka podcast. Yeah. So I don't need to talk about that, but but with Dave Filoni kind of having more creativeness to it. I just like I'm good. I mean, I know now looking at it like Dave Filoni had some involvement with Book of Boba Fett and I'm not a huge fan of that show, but it but every other show he's been great and I I know that he didn't have any involvement in Andor which everybody seems to love, but as most people One know, day. we're not making many friends when we say this, but you and I, we're not a huge fan of Andor when we checked it out together. So, One
0: day, we will actually sit down and watch Andor, and we'll try and power through it. Yeah. Because I get told all the time, once we get past the first two episodes, we're going to love it. It's just trying to get through those first two episodes, zips sore. Yeah. And I mean... When have I ever made friends on my podcast? I mean... <laughs> I'm always the negative one.
1: I mean, I really hate to bring up the Toku Secrets podcast, but apparently, like a lot of people like a certain Sentai that you think is the worst Sentai ever. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't make many friends with that type of stuff.
0: Nope. So, but, but yeah. I'm excited for uh, Filoni to get the new role, and it probably we probably won't see the fruits of this new role for at least two or three years. Mm-hmm. Because everything we're going to see between now and like two years from now has already been pretty well developed. Mm-hmm. But the stuff that comes after, that's when we'll see the real Filoni Empire come together. Yeah. So i for it. Just want to throw it out there before people start complaining about if Skeleton Crew sucks, which I hope it doesn't, if it does, they're gonna try and say, Oh, well, Filoni took over, that's why it's not great. So well, just think it now. It. Don't do that because you need to give him a little bit of time to get into the role and really put his you know, put his work out there.
1: Yeah. But yeah, and David and Dave we trust.
0: Exactly.
1: Anything else we need to say? Nope. Okay, well, that about wraps this up. Just a pretty short uh, news thing. A uh, little bit of a, some updates on what we're going to be doing. Uh, Riz and I are going to be taking a look at the original trilogy uh, very soon. Uh, we He actually has... Um, we actually got VHS rips of like the movies before they got Constantly Specialized. So we're looking forward to watching that. Um, uh, we're going to do individual reviews on those. Uh, we're definitely going to be doing... Uh, other Star Wars animated stuff, the Bad Batch and the Clone Wars at some point. I still have a bunch of uh, book reviews uh, that I'm going to be doing. Um, I'm going to, I actually, just to give you guys, I actually have an idea for a special podcast, which I'm hoping to do soon, where I'm going to review, where I'm going to read the book Princess and the Scoundrel and The Courtship of Princess Leia. And those books are both the books that, uh tell the story of how Han and Leia got married and both the legends and Canon timeline. I and mean, then I'm going to compare them. Although truth be told, I think the Canon book is actually going to be, end up being better based on what I remember from the legends, but that'll be a podcast for a different time. Uh, you know, if you're listening to us on Spotify and iTunes uh, you know, we love you guys and, you know, just leave us any review uh, like any review out of five stars If you're listening to this on YouTube, first of all, we very much thank you. And uh, also leave any comments down below with uh, your thoughts on on Dave being promoted and any other content you'd like for us to watch. Subscribe to our channel if you're not already subscribed. Check us out at AnimeSecrets.org and all of our uh, social media pages. And that's about it. Uh, Once again, we thank you guys so much for uh, taking the time to listen to us. And uh, we'll see you guys next time for our next podcast. But until that time... You guys stay safe. We love you, and may the Force be with you.